Howdy, y'all. Please buckle your seatbelts and keep your arms, legs, and soteriological differences inside the cart at all times, because this train wreck is going to 11. Wait, 17. No, no, it's 2018. Happy New Year from Not Another Baptist Podcast. A pod exploring all things church planting, church revitalization, McRibs, baseball being better than literally everything else, and other Southern Baptist topics we decide to explore. I'm Matt Hensley, and I serve as a pastor of May Hill Baptist in the North Pole of New Mexico, and I'm joined as almost always by Kyle, the pastor of First Baptist Alamogordo. But we have a return guest today because he didn't get enough last time and is a glutton for punishment and most assuredly a glutton because he's a Baptist. But we have John Dowling with us again, who is, of course, as we've shared before, a fake pastor of... (laughs) Bethel Baptist in Alamogordo. Bethel Mega Baptist Church Mega, Mega in Baptist. Alamogordo. Kyle? Yep. Hey, it's a, it's a new year, right? And uh, a lot of folks, that means New Year's resolutions. So, you know, like, I want to eat better. I want to exercise. I want to lose some weight. And I you fail re- every single, every single time. time. Not, ho- hopefully not. But I do hope and I do look forward to buying somebody's New Year's resolution treadmill like in a couple of weeks, a couple of months from now, when they've when already given sale. up and it's already on sale, like half off because they didn't follow through. Anywho, it's a time of new beginnings. It's a time of fresh starts and kind of a chance to hit a reset button of sorts on, on really all things. And I guess we might as well start there, John. Any resolutions that you want to share with us? Well, as besides looking better and as a glutton, well, I can't I can't look any better. Better than I already do. Nice. Uh, you can't teach gorgeous, but as a glutton, I could probably afford to lose 20 pounds, and I only have 30 more to go. So that'd be great. Right. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll resolve to eat a waffle every day, or, or run a mile every day. But I feel like that's already been done. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this year, I really resolved to spend more time with my family. As I, in ministry, that sometimes gets neglected, and, yeah. and I have been as guilty in that as anybody. Kyle, what about you? Yeah, let's see. So I started a weight loss journey last year, um, and that kind of hit a skid around the holiday time. <laughs> no wonder. Pumpkin spice latte. Count the reason. I, I didn't really, I didn't really gain back, but but I I kind of stalled out. So I'm I'm looking to resume that. I've got about ten, fifteen, twenty ish pounds to still to go. So. About about halfway there. Yeah. So. Depending on who you ask, it's 20. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, I, I'm resoluting, if that's a word, resoluting. that the Houston Astros will win the oh. World Series Whoa. again. And also, like like everybody else really in this podcast, to get back in shape. He mentioned the whole waffle every day. I focused really on the waffle this year and not so much on the running. The yeah, this, so you waffled in your running? I, I waffled with my running a little bit. Nice, <laughs> Thank you. terrible joke. But before moving to Mayhill, I was running anywhere from 60 to 80 miles a week and weighing about 150 pounds. And now I'm lucky to run maybe... 10 or 11 miles a week and weighing more than 150 Well, well, well the, the air thinner in Mayhill, right? The air yeah, thinner, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm lighter. Is yeah. that how that's... Right. Is sure. that how the, that's yeah, let's go with that. I'm 150 <laughs> pounds on my left leg. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but we, we got to get that in gear for sure. But my other New Year resolution is for J.D. Greer to be the SBC president. That's a topic oh, for another day. They're coming green <laughs> bells already. Yeah. I can hear Well, them. we had plenty last week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you got to do so, so New Year's is also a time when, when a lot of churches share a, a new or a renewed vision for their church or reaffirm, kind of get 
get an old one rolling again. Um, you know, maybe set some goals or, or look back at two, 2017, see how God prepared them for where they are right now in 2018. And, and we've got a pretty, uh, as we've already mentioned, well-rounded bunch um, in a couple of different senses. So uh, I've been at first for just over a year and a half. Uh, John's been at Bethel for seven and a half, yeah. right? Longest um, tenured youth pastor in, in New Mexico. New Mexico. I, think, I, believe I believe so. so. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Can wow. I have your autograph? Wow. Yeah, afterwards, yeah. Okay, yeah. thank you. And, and we've been giving you him the, sign my hat. We've been giving no, him this is Jared's hat. That's right. That's yeah. Jared Bridge, Anchor Church. Yeah. Uh, so Shut well, up. We've been giving him the t- <laughs> We've been giving John the hard time about being the fake pastor, and he's got the tenure on <laughs> yeah. us here. So, uh, and then Matt, of course, you're the you're the newcomer among yeah. us. You finishing up your tenth month in Mayhill. Uh, so let's start by looking back. Matt, talk about your first few months in in Mayhill as you're getting ready to wrap up the first year. Well, May Mayhill. The the short answer is it's been awesome. It's been an absolute blessing. Mm-hmm. Coming from pastoring a church that thought a highway cleanup sign was all you needed to do to share the good news, <laughs> uh, in a church that was much more inwardly focused. Coming to a church and being able to lead a church out and being more outwardly focused mm-hmm. has just it's it's been the greatest gift I was given in 2017. It's been mm-hmm. such a joy. It's been awesome to serve a church that sees itself. As, as part of something much, much bigger than itself. And uh, awesome. we've had a ton of folks join. We've had uh, seven, maybe eight baptisms. Uh, we've gone from 40 to 50 on Sundays uh, in worship to around, or as much as 168, but wow. averaging about 100 yeah. to 120. And what's the uh, population of May Hill? population of May Hill is 51 before we came, <laughs> and we turned it to 57. So, <laughs> so there's not so a whole, whole lot of folks as much here. as the population. Yeah, right. and, yeah. uh, but we've also awesome. sent uh, about 35% uh, of our budget outside of our four walls uh, to... Uh, the different North American Mission Board, IMB. And so it's really neat to see our small, tiny uh, church in a tiny, small, seemingly insignificant town see themselves as something much bigger or a part of something much bigger than themselves. And and uh, the, the folks there have just been easy uh, to love because they've loved on us. They've welcomed our girls into their uh, their families. It seems like our girls now have like 20 grandmas and, and 20 grandpas at all are just vying for their attention and so forth. So mm-hmm. it's it's been really, really neat uh, to be welcomed as our own, and they're they're easy to love. Kyle, uh, what about Alamo? How was 2017? Yeah, so that was 2017 was my first full year uh, here, and uh, we saw we saw some great things happen. We were able to reach some uh, young families from our Air Force Base here in town, and and really, uh, it, it was slow going the first few months, but we've really seen God do some great things. Um, the past year and really the past six months or so. So we're thrilled about what's going to happen in, in 2018. Um, I don't know how much I've shared about kind of the, the situation our church is in. We had quite a bit of debt and we're in the process right now of unloading some of that land and, and paying down yeah. some of that debt. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, things are, things are looking up in, in 2018 uh, for sure. Uh, now, John, 2017 was a bit different for, for Bethel. So yeah. tell us about uh, your year there and... 2017 was uh, an exciting year, surprisingly exciting. Uh, we had a pastor who uh, left in August of 2016, um, and he had been there for nine years, Pastor Howell Scott, and, and was a wonderful pastor at Bethel, and, and I had worked with him for about six and a half years at that point. Um, and so that with 
a pastor, a long-term pastor being uh, leaving the church. Uh, there was a lot of trepidation, a lot of maybe fear, and we decided as a church that we would step out in faith and not fear. And uh, God just has blessed us so much in 2017. In a time and a season where you might expect people to withdraw, um, it just the opposite happened. And awesome. we saw attendance um, uh, go up. We saw baptisms go up in 2017. We saw commitments to servants um, and our deacon leadership and a lot of our other leaders have stepped up. Uh, even our giving has escalated in a, wow. in a way that was completely unexpected. And uh, our youth ministry right now is even running more than it ever has in the 65 wow. years that Bethel has existed. Cool. And so uh, we are excited for what God is doing in 2018 because we're trusting uh, that God is going to continue to do great things as he did in 2017 yeah. where it was unexpected. Now we're expecting it. And yeah. so we're excited for that awesome yeah and we I, I believe if if i remember our conversation before this right you have a candidate for pastor coming pretty soon right yeah he'll so, he'll be here um in view of a call and he's actually uh from our church and so we know he loves awesome. our church we awesome. know he loves alamogordo and serving there and so he'll be in view of a call this sunday so you'll be praying for we, that we will certainly I, I know that kyle and i will be praying uh not another baptist train wreck listeners we we'll ask you to <laughs> pray, pray for pray yeah. for bethel as well yeah. in the coming weeks and months kyle we we talked back, you know, we looked back at 2017. Yep. I think all of us can say it was a lot more than we ever expected. God yep. did a lot more than we could ever comprehend, does, yeah. uh, as he always does. Uh, but now looking ahead and, and dreaming up, dreaming big, all of that kind of stuff, what do you uh, foresee in your crystal ball? We're just kidding. <laughs> what, what does your magic eight ball tell you for yeah, 2018? Right. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, so in 2017, our, our goal or our theme for our church for the year was wherever, whenever, whatever. Um, good Baptist alliteration, but well um, done, right? But <laughs> like I said, as I stepped into our to our first full year, um, still a lot of debt and, and not a lot of people. Um, and, and we, you know, and I, I told our folks then, I said, look, we've got to lay everything out, and, and we're going to follow wherever the Lord leads us, and, and whatever He leads us to. Um, so in 2018. Um, we, we have three parts to our kind of purpose statement. It's, it's love, serve, give. Uh, and there are two parts to the love. Um, it's love God, completely love others compassionately. And so mm. that's really where I want to focus 2018 is on, um, on us learning to love God more in response to the way that he's loved us and in showing that love to other people. And, and so even though the, the theme isn't on the serve aspect of things, um, that's going to play itself out in, yeah. in some very specific service projects that we're looking right. at for, for the year. So, um, again, like you said, it's all about trying to turn what, what's kind of an inwardly focused church because of some stuff that happened more more outward mm -hmm. and getting them to look out in, into the community. So uh, how about the, the frozen tundra the up, on the, up on the hill? The, the frozen tundra. <laughs> I didn't go... Uh, alliteration this year. Oh, okay. Uh, I went acronym. Oh, okay. And, uh, still, and it's, is, just is, it's just as Baptist. It's just as Baptist. But but we're going to aim to set the pace in 2018 using the acronism. 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 Yeah, that's a new. He don't talk good, y'all. I, I don't do words good. I don't do much of anything good. Amen. But uh, we're we're using the uh, pace as prayer. 
assimilation, church planting, and evangelism, as I've either found those to be some of our weaknesses, things that we could improve upon, or things we really want to invest in. For example, our uh, prayer meeting right now runs anywhere from four to maybe seven I'm on a good day. Uh, uh, yeah, you're not the only one, brother. <laughs> we got you. And, uh, and the megachurch. The megachurch. Seven, four to seven. Uh, but I, I'm going to work on overdrive to give prayer, to, to really help prayer become a vital DNA aspect of our church. Like we are going to be a praying church. Everything that we do is going to be led out in prayer. Uh, we're going to lead out in some daily prayer initiatives. We're going to take part in the church planning, the 40 days of prayer uh, deal coming right. up. Uh, and just where they can see that, that it's not just something that we do after a sermon or before we eat or right. something like that. This is our lifeline to God. And so I, I want to encourage that with our mm -hmm. people. The other one is a word that our, our people may not have ever heard of. And, and outside of maybe the church uh, speak world, maybe not uh, know of all of the assimilation side of church ministry, but we have some folks that have visited for weeks upon weeks upon months, even some that have visited years upon years, right. uh, yet have never joined. And uh, and they do sometimes serve, some don't. Uh, but uh, not only will we be pushing and teaching biblical church membership, uh, but we're also going to encourage each and every member of our church to have a ministry that they're a part of. And, and then I've shared before about our, our emphasis on church planning coming up, coming up this year with the 4% uh, that's going to go out each month for church planting. Uh, the other part of that uh, really c coincides with that last letter, E, for evangelism, is really equipping our folks to evangelize. We shared a little bit about that last week, uh, however uh, disastrous that was. Uh, <laughs> but we're going to be training our folks and look for opportunities where our folks can go maybe to the church plant that we partner with and, and help them with a project, maybe go door to door with them, whatever they want to do, uh, because we are here, after all, to make disciples. And if we're not, then we're kind of wasting our time, That's if right. not, not yeah, really a church in the first place. Then we're a fake church with a fake youth. <laughs> but, but anyway, I'm asking God to, to raise up in our church an army of folks that are equipped Yep. and active in sharing mm -hmm. their faith every day. That's our, our pace. What about Bethel? I know some of that is a little bit uncertain, but, but some of it, it sounds like you're pretty well. Yeah, I mean, it, it's yeah. somewhat contingent on the hiring of a new pastor, but none of this is, is contingent on a single man. Yeah. And, and we know that, I think we know that even more now as a church because we've seen how God has worked in 2017. Um, I know that a couple emphases we are going to have emphases, emphases, emphasize. Okay, uh, emphasis. are going <laughs> to. Sounds, sounds like a disease. Um, a few things that we're going to focus on uh, are prayer as well. We're going to yeah. focus on prayer and on uh, which we will focus on which. I thought you didn't speak gooder, <laughs> right? To whom? What? <laughs> to whom we're going to pray for with which? Uh, but we're going to focus on prayer yeah. as well, um, and not just the man. Prayer becomes so just route in how we do it, yeah. and yeah. it just becomes a habit, um, not in a good way though. Yeah. And so we want it to become uh, part of our DNA, something we're actively doing. Remember who we are praying to: the Sovereign God, reigning supreme over Absolutely. all the universe, yeah. instead of just a uh -huh. uh, you know. Uh, prayer by memory through uh, before our meals and, and at the beginning of service and just inputting it so that we can transition between the songs and the and the sermons. We've really got to make prayer a uh, foundational key element of our worship and our individual lives. Um, the other thing I, I know that our church is really starting to look towards is is being missional in, mm -hmm. in everything that we do. 
I don't want this to sound inappropriate, but I think a lot of our churches are tired of incestual ministry Mm. where we give to the church just so that we can get from the church. And instead, we want to be able to give to the church our gifts, our tithes, our our talents, so that we can give to the community and uh, to the ends of the earth. So church planting, church revitalization, partnering with men throughout the state and other churches um, throughout this this world and, and globally focusing on doing more outside of our church. It's not about what we can do we're really good. Many churches are really good at inreach. Yeah. Yep. We're really good at making a holy huddle. Yeah. It's time to start getting out of that. Yeah, right. And uh, I think, honestly, you know, you can talk about fake pastors, but <laughs> I, it's, it starts with some of our student ministries. Absolutely. Our students are passionate about missions and service, yeah. and uh, I think that gets contagious within the church. Right. So, yep. And I think one of the uh, one of the probably foremost things that I learned at, at school was that we have to be the lead worshiper we have to be the lead prayer. We have to be the lead, you know, the yeah. lead in all of it. Not, not in that we're running everything. You know, we, you, you may, I don't know if you sing or not, but you may not be able to, to oh, sing or, or need to. I'm, well, yeah. if you sing as beautiful as you look, I'm sure it's horrible. <laughs> no, this is getting very uncomfortable. But seriously, where, where we are kind of charting that course for our folks, yeah, where right. we're, yeah. if we're not leading the singing, that we're right there in it. Like it, it's hard for me because I want to kind of look over my notes one last time and make sure I've got everything ready to go. But I, I realize that there are people that, that are need, at you. Need, need my modeling yeah. of that right worship yeah. and, and so forth. And the same thing with prayer. If we're up there after our sermon or, or after our music or, or just right. using transition prayers to get the time moving by, uh, then our people are probably going to be praying the same way too. That's right, sure. And, uh, and so, Kyle, um, I, I think I had planned on doing the outro yeah, this time. Since I botched but last since you week, botched last yeah. one, will you okay. send us out on, this time? Do, do it, it right. You We're counting on you. You can do it, Kyle. You got it. So if you haven't already, give us a five-star review on iTunes. Like us on Facebook at Not Another Baptist Podcast or on Twitter at NAB underscore podcast. You can also check us out at NotAnotherBaptistPodcast.com. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, John. It was, it's always great having you here. And so until next time, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you proclaim. Yes! yes. Woo. Yeah. Yeah.